Hey, hey, friend. All right. Well, today is a special day for our family. My oldest son turned 16 today. I cannot believe it. It's unstinking believable. I don't even know where time goes. So I thought it would be fun to do an episode today on um, lessons from a teen mom, or not teen mom, mom of teens, and just kind of some perspective from that angle. So if you're ready to jump on into that, let's get to it. Hey, hey, beautiful woman of God. Welcome to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. Do you want to be closer to God and be confident in your walk with Him? Do you wake up ready to crush the day by putting God first, only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when you wake up late and skip over your alone time with God again? Hey, I'm Angela. I too was a busy mom trying to find time in the small windows of my day to spend with Jesus. I have felt overwhelmed with life and motherhood, just wishing I could be close to God, be confident in His love, and stop comparing my life to others around me. But my lack of consistency kept me from what I desired most. I finally decided to make time with Jesus a priority, and it was a game changer. I now understand His love for me, can hear His voice clearer, and have grown in my confidence as a mom, wife, and woman of God. In this podcast, you will hear chats about faith, family, and fun systems that will help you grow in consistency in your walk with the Lord. So tune out the chaos in the carpool lane or go ahead and start your workout and let's jump in. All right, welcome back to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. I am so thrilled you're here. Thank you so much for being here again. As always, you are amazing. I pray blessing over you. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. So glad you are here. Today, I'm just going to give a little bit of insight from a mom that's still learning, still growing, um, but just things that I have tried to implement, and hopefully it can help you a little bit along the way. Um, First, I wanted to say, because it is my son's birthday, I thought it would be fun to do a little giveaway um, in honor of him. And so what I'm going to do is, if you leave a review... Or if you share my podcast on your socials and tag me, you will get an entry. You can do all of those things and you can get multiple entries if you want. And I will choose a winner um, for a free t-shirt from the Kingdom Daughters Etsy shop. So if that is something that sounds fun to you, I would love to have you jump on in, leave me a review, or share the podcast podcast on your socials and you can win a cute Christian t-shirt or I have some Christmas stuff on there too. So you can you can pick it and I will send it straight to you. Alrighties, let's jump in. Okay, so obviously like I've said before, I am learning, I am growing, I am on this journey with you. Okay, I've not um, arrived. I do not have all the answers. These are just things that I'm learning and growing in. And that have helped me and things that I've gotten advice on. And so, yeah, I hope this blesses you and helps you today. So the first thing that I would say about being 
Well, this could go as being a mom in general, but being, especially being a mom of teens, because the teenage years are hard. And you think, you have to think back, like, I always, like, try to go, okay, what was I feeling when I was 16 years old? How, where was I at? How did I feel about my parents when they would do certain things or act a certain way? How would I be? And so, or what did I hope they would do or be, you know? Um, and so maybe that's one thing is just try to get yourself back in that mindset. Um, cause we can forget what it's like to feel young and to go through all of these different emotions and, um, be on this new journey, you know? So, um, yeah, start there. But what my first point is, <laughs> is it's kind of funny, actually, it contradicts itself in a sec. It contradicts itself, but I'll explain. Trust them, but don't. <laughs> I know it contradicts itself, okay? This is what I mean. Let them earn your trust, but also be smart and keep boundaries set in place so that they don't fail. We, as their mamas, want to set them up for success, right? If we put them in potential situations that could hinder their walk with the Lord or give them a chance to fail, then we are doing them a disservice. Now, obviously, this doesn't mean we want to hover over them and be a helicopter mom and just like make sure they do everything right because they'll never learn. They'll never grow. They have to have consequences for their actions and they have to fail sometimes. It's okay. We've all done it. We've all grown from it and we learn from those situations. But if we're allowing, if we're, we're putting them in potential uh, situations that could cause major fail, that's going to create um, like not dysfunction, but it's going to give us a place of being like very disappointed in them, then that's almost like our fault because we've allowed it to happen, right? Like example, if we allow them to be alone in their room with the opposite sex, Watching quote unquote movies in the dark alone in their room. I'm sorry. What? That that just leaves a door, right? They're teenagers, man. Their hormones are raging. That's not setting them up for success. Now, on the other hand, you could allow them to watch the movie in the living room alone, but you're in the next room and you've set boundaries. The lights are not out. They're allowed to hold hands or whatever they want, you know, but they're not it's not an open door and a free-for-all for them to explore and try things that obviously their their bodies are wanting to try, right? We're setting them up for success, not failure. Or if we choose to take them to a movie that they are technically old enough for but maybe aren't ready for. Remember, our eyes are like a window to our soul. Matthew 6, 22 through 23, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness, right? What we put in is going to come out. It's like that song, you know, when you're little, if you ever grew up in church, it's like, be careful little eyes what you see, okay? We got to be careful. We got to guard. We got to protect. We got to put boundaries up. Okay. Or if we allow them to have their phone, which gives them all kinds of access to all kinds of nonsense, alone in their room at night. Okay. That's just another example. About six months ago, we had an encounter with an FBI agent, and she said that allowing your kids to have their phones 
in their rooms at night is like letting a stranger come into your home and go into their room and close the door. Say what? (laughs) We would never allow that, right? That would never, ever, ever happen. And yet we allow it, situations like that to happen because it is. There's so much access to so many things. And if they're just in there free for all, getting to just start clicking, 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 you're allowing access from the outside world in without any boundaries and without any guardrails there, okay? You have to be very, very careful. Like I said, my side note to that is that we need to learn to give them space and trust them as well. That's why we trust them, but not also, you know, <laughs> we want to give them some freedom and trust them, but we also want to set up boundaries. We can't helicopter them and make all the choices for them because they, they also need to learn from their consequences. So a lot of good conversations about right and wrong are so important or why you're setting up the boundaries. Like I always say to my son, all three of them actually, like we do this because we love you. God gave us you guys, put us in charge of you for now. And these are the boundaries we feel are safe for you and set you up for success, right? We're giving them a reason. We're not just saying no because we say no. We're saying this is why we love you. We want you to succeed. We want you to have the best possible life. And we want you to, you know, enjoy life without being put in situations that could potentially harm you in the, in the future, you know? So good conversations about right or wrong, setting up boundaries, and then just an open conversation without a response, just a safe place for them to talk. This brings me to number two, which is communication. It is so, so important to talk with your kids. They don't need to know everything. Some people over talk and overshare, but talk with them about all the things they want to talk about. Make sure they know they can ask you things and tell you things without judgment or condemnation. And let me tell you, this can be hard, okay? (laughs) When your teenagers start coming to you and telling you things, you're like, "Ah, I really want to correct this. I really want to tell them what the right or wrong. But it's caused, in those moments, I've made the wrong choice and it's caused my son to kind of take take some steps back from me and I've realized if I'm constantly telling him what's right, what's right, what's right, instead of letting him make the choice and letting him say, okay, mom, I know. I already know that's right and I already know what's right, you know? Then he'll he'll back away from me. Instead, I need to listen. I need to just stop and listen. Let him talk. Let him share. And if he wants my opinion, he'll ask, right? He'll ask. And so I, I just say, listen, we have two ears and one mouth. I have two ears and one mouth, Okay. <laughs> Two years to listen. Listen twice as much as I talk. Um, with I, I want to say again, without judgment or condemnation, obviously if something crazy, harmful comes out of their mouth or you're hearing something, we, all, we also want to respond, not react to what they're saying. Um, so lots of prayer <laughs> goes into that. But, you know, we can, we can correct in a loving and kind way Um, that kind of helps them point them in the right direction instead of saying, wow, you did that wrong. Or, you know, which again, it can be hard and I've definitely made wrong choices there and learned from that. Um, Communication about your own flaws, your own struggles, things that you're dealing with. 
so that they know that you're a human and a work in progress as well, that they don't have to live up to this high expectation that you have for them, that they they feel like they can't ever measure up. They know that you're, you're making mistakes and you're on this journey to chase the Lord as well. Wouldn't you rather have them tell you all the things and know that you are the safest place to go instead of them feeling like they had nowhere to go and so they go talk with friends who are just as lost and confused as they are, right? Or other parents who maybe don't have the same values as you. I want to be that safe place for my kids. I want to be the one talking it out with them and walking out all of the things that they're struggling with and they're challenged with and they're insecure with. You know, I want to be that person. And obviously, I also want to pray for godly men. Like, I know my husband's like that with them as well, but other godly men that can pour into them and speak life into them as well. Um, Because I know I'm not stupid. I know teenagers don't want to hear what their parents have to say, okay? They don't want to hear it, um, but I do want them to know that I'm a safe place for them to come to. It's funny, actually, my kids call me the Riddler. <laughs> That's been their new joke. And I'm like, how annoying. It's because I ask all the questions. They call me the Riddler because I ask a lot of questions. But I ask all the questions because they're boys and they never give me all the details that I want to know. <laughs> I want to know all the details. You know, my son goes to homecoming and he's just like, yeah, it's fun. I'm like, what happened? What'd you do? Who'd you hang out with? What kind of music was it? Did you dance? Did you not? Was it fun? You know, I want to know all the things. And so they're like, mom's the Riddler. Uh." So dumb, but it's also funny. So why don't you join me in the Riddler fun? (laughs) Join me in this, in the Riddler crowd and ask all the things. Your kids are going to act annoyed. They're going to make fun of it. And maybe they will be annoyed, but deep down, they will be happy, right? That you're interested in what they're doing, that you want to know. There are so many kids right now feeling alone and unseen because their parents are so wrapped up in their own worlds, their phones, their work, their friends, their own issues, that they miss the mark a lot of times and don't give their kiddos the love and attention they need. And I, I know I've messed up in this area too. It's a balance thing. It's a balance thing. We don't want to hover, but because we want them to learn and we can't do everything for them, but we want them to know they are seen by us and that we take interest in what they take interest in and we want to be a part of their lives. They will remember this. They might fight you on it because they're teenagers and they're hormonal and they're up and they're down and they're left and they're right and they cannot keep up with all of this stuff that the world is throwing at them. But be that consistency in their life. Continue to love them through everything and I'm telling you it'll turn out better for you. Okay so first thing was trust them but don't. (laughs) Communicate, 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 communicate. Third thing, let go of the expectation. This goes back to a lot of conversations about comparison that that I've had. It can be very, very easy to look at other families and how amazing their kids are and think, man, why aren't my kids like that? Why can't they be like that? Why don't they love the Lord like that or care for their siblings like that? Like, why? Why can't they be good why don't they listen like that? You know what I mean? Like we, we start comparing our lives to theirs. And when we start to think this way, we put unreasonable expectations on our kids and they'll feel it. 
they'll feel it. And when they start to feel like they can't live up to your expectations, they won't even try anymore. Especially as teenagers, they just, they won't try. It won't be worth their time because they have a lot going on, right? Now, it isn't a bad thing to see others and their kids and say, wow, I could learn from this. How can I parent better? How can I teach my kids respect more or how to read the Bible more? How can I implement ways for us to be close like they are? Now, you've gone from why can't my kids be this way to what can I do, right? You've shifted your perspective and your expectation from their behavior to what you can do to make changes, which you can control, right? You can't control what your kids are doing, especially their teenagers. They're they're coming into their own thing, right? You can't control other people. You just can't. But you can control what you do. So if you shift it to you, say, what can I do to make some changes? Can I implement a Bible time together? Can I implement more snuggle time with them? Can I ask more questions? You know, how can I create the environment that I want with my kids? This makes it manageable for everyone, right? Okay, last and most importantly, and it seems obvious, but we all fail in this area, and I'm 100% with you, and that is we need to pray, 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 pray for your kids, pray for all the things, pray with them, let them see you and hear you praying for the things that you have, that you want for them, the desires and the blessings and the favor that you want over their life that you're crying out to God for. Let them hear that you have a desire for them to succeed and to grow and to learn. They will love that deep down. Their spirit and their soul need to know that you are on their side. And when you bring God into it and say, we're going to partner, I'm partnering with God to parent you the best I know how and to love you through God's love the best I know how. That brings stability for them. It, it makes them feel safe, right? That they they have something that is stable in their life and controlled. Not They aren't being controlled, but it's in controlled, balanced environment. That they, they don't feel chaotic in the environment at home, you know? The Bible says pray continually. So throughout your day, when they come to mind, ask Holy Spirit, say, bring them to my mind throughout my day so I can pray for them. Pray for their futures. Pray for their future jobs, their future spouses, what they're going through right now. If you see different things happening, pray against, you know, pride and insecurity and the spirit of fear. Pray against those things and start declaring goodness and faithfulness and love over their life and favor and begin to see what God can do in those moments. It's amazing what can happen when you really intercede on behalf of your children. And they hear you doing that because they will have a desire. They will build a desire and a hunger for prayer as well when we do that. So I hope this encourages you today, Mama. Once again, please hear my heart. I don't have this all right. I am learning, okay? <laughs> You don't have to have all of these things in place and you don't have to feel like you're failing if you don't have these things in place. Start anew today. 
Okay, implement one of these things today and say, look, I'm going to do, I'm going to start praying for my kids. I'm going to put that down. I'm going to start doing that on the regular. I'm going to put it in my phone. Reminders on the hour to spend five minutes praying for my kids, whatever that looks like, and implement it today. So, yeah, remember, you have a chance to win a free t-shirt from the Kingdom Daughters store. I will put the Etsy, um link in the bio or the description if you want to check it out see if there's anything cool you want on there all you have to do is share the podcast on your socials and tag me so I know and and I can put a little mark for you and or leave me a review I would love to hear from you I love reviews I love hearing from you and that I'm on the right path and that I'm helping you and sharing the right stuff with you and that you're you're learning and growing and God's moving. Woo. Yay. All right. Remember you're seen, you're known, you're loved by God, my friend. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his amazingly awesome, powerful love and walk confidently as the beautiful daughter that you are today. Have a great day and I'll see you on Friday for Faith Bomb Friday. Bye now. All right, friend, before you go, I just wanted to remind you that I am a Christian life coach and I would love to walk this life out with you. If you have been dealing with insecurity or you're worried about um, life and things are overwhelming, if you're too busy and you want some help organizing and getting yourself into a routine with the Lord, if you just wanna talk some stuff out in life, and get to the next level that God has called you to, I am here for you, friend. I am here for you. If you want more information on my coaching, you can go to thekingdomdaughters.com slash coaching and get more information. I have a free call, 30-minute call. We can get on the call together. We can strategize. We can talk some stuff out and see if we're a good fit for the future. So again, go to thekingdomdaughters.com slash coaching. And I look forward to hearing from you. See you later. Bye now.